This is episode number nine of Raja Podcast. Hello, everyone. Welcome to episode number nine of VOR. It's been a long time since episode eight, and I really missed you and the podcast. We've been busy a bit, and now here we are. I have some good news for you, so please stay tuned until the end of this episode, and I'll tell you what the good news is. As you remember, in the last episode, we started narrating a book named "The Love of a King," which is a true story about King Edward VIII. If you haven't listened to the first part of the story, I strongly recommend that you listen to it in episode eight. But as a brief summary, in last episode we heard about little Edward who lived in a castle, but he was not a happy boy. He wasn't good in his lessons, and he didn't like his teacher. We remember that once he said that his parents never gave him any love, and he felt very lonely. Now you are about to hear the second part of the story. Here we go. Chapter Two: The Prince of Wales. In the spring of 1911, King George called Edward into his room and said. Next month, I'll make you Prince of Wales, and these are your clothes for the ceremony. The king opened the small cupboard, and Edward started to cry. But father, I'm 16 years old now. I can't wear soft shoes and a skirt. I'll look like a girl. Why can't I dress like other people? Because you're different and special, and one day you'll be a king. Edward cried for the next two days. But there was nothing he could do, and so on 10th June 1911, the family drove to Carnarvon Castle in the North Wales, and the ceremony began. The king put a small gold crown on Edward's head. There was music and dancing, and the crowd began to shout. The new Prince of Wales closed his eyes. "I feel terrible," he said. "Can we go home now?" "Not yet. The people want to see you." Edward walked to the front of the castle and looked down at the crowd. He was shaking, and his face was red. Smile, Edward. You are happy. A few hours later, the family were driving back to Windsor. Edward took off his shoes and looked out of the window. Never again, he thought. Never again. Chapter three, the Royal Star. After a year at Oxford University, Edward went to fight in the First World War. He wrote, "I lived in a house with 25 other soldiers. At night, we talked about our lives and our families. It was very interesting. I could speak freely to different people, rich and poor, young and old. But I also saw the blood and noise of war." One day in 1916, my driver took me to the town of Luz in Belgium. I got out of the car and walked to the top of the hill. Down below me, there was heavy fighting, and I felt very sad. An hour later, I returned to my car. I'll never forget what I saw. 
My driver was dead. While I was away, somebody shot him in the neck. When the war finished in 1918, Edward returned to Buckingham Palace. One night, he was talking to his father in the dining room. I don't understand why countries fight. The war has finished, but nothing has changed. There are still millions of poor and hungry people. It's not right. Somebody must do something. Well, you can't change the world if you sit by the fire. You must travel, meet people, talk to them, listen to what they say, and then, when you are a king, you can make the world a better place. And so, in 1920, Edward left England again. During the next five years, he traveled 240,000 kilometers and visited 45 different countries. He saw India, Argentina, Nigeria, Mexico, New Zealand, Germany, and Japan. When he came to Toronto in Canada, there were 500,000 people in the streets to meet him. Everywhere, thousands of people waited to see him. There were crowds of 190,000 in Cape Town. 300,000 in Paris, 500,000 in New York, and 750,000 in Melbourne. Edward is the first royal star, one newspaper wrote, and he is now the most famous man in the world. In the old days, princes were cold and bored, but Edward is different. He gets out of his car and walks down the street. Every two or three minutes, he stops and speaks with the crowd. He laughs. He smiles. He shakes a thousand hands. He's a man of people with a heart of gold. Hello, Mr. Pasbani. How are you? Hi, Mr. Latifi. Not bad. Well, you look a bit anxious. I just feel confused. Oh really? How so? You know, I'm not personally decisive enough in my life.、Uh, what do you mean? I usually have trouble with making decisions. For example, when I want to get dressed, I don't know what to wear—my black socks or white pants. Oh, that's too bad. Even in the restaurant,、mm. either spring water or soda. And after <laughs> thinking a lot, I choose neither of them. Then how can I help you? I was deciding a topic for this episode's grammar. Okay. I was thinking about either past perfect or present perfect, but、uh, I changed my mind. Neither past perfect nor present perfect. Yeah, I suppose they're not good for this episode. I thought about either present continuous or the past one. Oh my God, I got crazy. <laughs> me too. <laughs> Would you help me?、Of、Which、course. one do you suggest?、Mm, well, I suggest none of them. None? Yes, either and neither are my suggestions. Both either and neither? Oh yes, they're great. Oh, that was a relief. You chose it finally. I would like to jump for joy. <laughs> so do I. Thank you. So you want me to talk about either and neither? Mm-hmm. First, what are the usages? We can use either or when we have two options or two choices. Making decision between two. For example,、um, either you watch the program or we turn off the TV. So two options: either watch the TV or turn it off. Great, thank you. Can you make an example?、Uh, of course. Let me think a bit. Ah,、uh-huh. 
We have either a grammar lesson or an idiom part in the episodes of Raja Podcast. Very good, thank you. <laughs> All right, how about neither? We use neither nor for negation of two things or people. For example, my grandmother neither watches TV nor listens to radio. Hmm. Maybe she uses Instagram. Oh, never thought of that. <laughs> uh, whatever. Would you like to make an example? Uh, sure, why not? Um, today, I neither had breakfast nor lunch. Oh, really? Yes, I'm starving. Oh, that's too bad. We can either go to a restaurant or cook something. But I neither have money for a restaurant nor can cook. Don't worry, it's on me. Oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> I'm on top of the world. <laughs> okay, let me tell you another usage of either and neither. Okay, I'm all ears. Okay, to agree with a negative statement. Negative agreement? Mm-hmm, to show that a statement is also true about you, especially when you want to give a short answer. A negative sentence. For example, uh, I don't have money. Now, I want to say that I don't have any money too. Well, actually, you shouldn't say that. Why not? Because you're going to pay the restaurant check. Oh, yes. <laughs> no, <laughs> I remember. Uh, don't worry about that. There are three common ways. Number one, and the easiest one, is me neither. Me neither. Uh, let's make an example. Mm -hmm. I don't watch TV. Me neither. That's very good. It means I don't watch TV too. Fine. Mm, but nice. remember, me neither is very informal. Oh, good point. Mm -hmm. So, what are the other two ways? Number two is subject plus negative auxiliary plus either. For example, I can't cook. Here, can is the auxiliary verb. So, I can't either. Very good. That's very nice. Mm -hmm. The third way is neither plus auxiliary verb plus subject. For example, I won't pay the check at the restaurant. Oh. <laughs> uh, won't is auxiliary. Neither will I. What? Neither will you? Are you kidding me? No. Why? <laughs> so who is going to pay the check? Don't worry about that. I wasn't serious. <laughs> I wasn't either, but I can't wait for the food anymore. Me neither. So let's go to the restaurant. Yeah. Welcome back everyone, this was episode 9. I hope you liked the story and learned the grammar about neither and either. If you need the audio script of this episode, you can find it on our channel on Telegram or on our website. Also on the audio script file, there are some questions related to the grammar lesson, which you can answer them to make sure that you understood the grammar completely. My friends and I are planning to make a special episode for Holidays of Nuruz. So wait for us and if you think you have some special ideas, please share them with us. Okay, time is up. Bye till next time. Peace. If you do what is easy, your life will be hard. 
But if you do what is hard, your life will be easy. Roger Podcasts.